BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hello, guys, and welcome back to What We Said Podcast. I'm JC. And I'm Chelsea. And we are so glad to have you here. If you're new, welcome. Welcome to the pod. It's a great time and you're going to love it. So we wanted to start out with a little shout out segment for those of you who aren't following our Instagram. Our Instagram is at what we said podcast. And that is a great place to be for behind the scenes. We ask a lot of questions and polls. That's where a lot of our stories come from, from our DMs and all that good stuff. So if you're not already, follow our Instagram. And we wanted to give a shout out to start giving people shout outs that are really just number one fans of ours and really go above and beyond. So this week we have Marta Bean. She always screenshots and shares our stories. She always sends in the best stories whenever we ask for it. She is like on it. On it. So we love you, Marta Bean. Thank you for supporting the podcast. Um, We love everyone. We really do like appreciate you guys so much. We could not do this without you. You guys are the best ever. Thanks for being a part of the fam. So today we have an interview with Bella Weems. She is an Arizona local as well. So we grew up in the same city as her. And she is the owner of Origami Owl. So she started this business when she was 14 years old. And she's going to go into her story and She'll explain better what Origami Owl is, but basically it's a customizable jewelry company. And you'll get all the deets from her. She talks about how they reached so much success and how fast it took off and how that all happened. It's a really unique and interesting story. I will say I had no idea when I met her or like when I had heard of Origami Owl initially how successful it really was. She says people still will be like, oh, cool. You own like a little jewelry company. Do you just do it from your like house? And she's like, no, this is like a massive business. So she's extremely successful, but she's also really humble. And like, I think that she has such a good head on her shoulders. Like she, she gets it. She gets life. Like she is very, I don't know the word, just down to earth. So we love her. I think you guys will love this interview. Her kind of message is that you can do anything you put your mind to at any age, which is something that I love a lot. We talk about this a lot on the podcast. Like you're never too young to start something and you're never too old to start something either. There's no timeline to life. Yeah. So without further ado, here she is. All right, you guys, we're here with Bella Weems. 
Hi. All right. So tell us a little bit about yourself. Oh like my god. Where you're from? What are your hobbies? What do you love? I am so excited, first of all, to be on this <laughs> podcast right now. Like, this Woo-hoo. is so exciting. Um, so yeah, I'm Bella and I am from Gilbert, Arizona. My favorite color is yellow. I just I like oh, to throw cool. that in because yeah. I feel like that's kind of that's a unique color. That that a lot of people color. like yellow and I always I eat yellow it. Starbursts. I think they're better than pink. Sorry, Whoa. guys. Wow. I know. Is. And guess what? My husband thinks the same thing. So it's kind of we're meant to Fate. be. Fate. We both sure. love yellow and orange Starbursts. Yeah. I like to sing. I actually just released a single on every platform, which was kind of crazy for me to do. It's wow. so good, too. You're so I nice. I love it. You are so nice. So um, go listen, you guys. Wait, what, wait, is, what it is it called? called? Yeah, tell them. Oh, it's called Run Away With Me. It's on like Spotify, Apple Music, YouTube. And I wrote it for my husband for our wedding. So JC, you got yes. to hear it live. <laughs> I did hear it live. And I was going to say, I always get so nervous for people before they sing, especially if I don't know like… I haven't heard them sing. Yeah. And then she was like, oh, I'm singing a song I wrote to him. And I was like, that like makes me so nervous. Just because if I did that, <laughs> yeah, oh I would gosh. be like beyond nervous. And then she started singing and I was like, An she's angel. amazing. Oh my, you're like, too nice. No, I'm serious. Like I was shocked at how good you were. Okay. Has anyone ever told you that you sound a little bit like Miley Cyrus? Yes. I you think get you the do. limo out front. Oh, oh my <laughs> gosh. Oh, sorry. I just screamed into the mic. Bye. Wow. We didn't know we were here with Miley. <laughs> oh my gosh. Hannah Montana in the building. <laughs> that, no, seriously. I think oh you do. Gosh. And I like love her so much. So. Me too. Oh, same. Wow. Me too. Oh my goodness. But yeah, that's a little bit about me. I don't know. What else do you like to do? I just love anything musical. Like I like to play the drums. I play the ukulele and the piano. I love to work. <laughs> yeah. I like working. I like to go to the gym. Yeah, I was going to say you love exercising. Yeah. I feel like you work out a lot. How yes. often do you work out? Every day. Except Every for Sunday. Day? Yeah. Pretty much every day. Wow. You kill it. You seriously inspire no. me. You inspire me. <laughs> like, I look at your pictures. I'm like, wow. Are you kidding? <laughs> no, we're going to get into this later about how Bella is like very disciplined. And yeah. I you admire are so it. Nice. <laughs> you are so nice. I really do love it. How long have you been married now? We just talked about this because me and Life shot your wedding video. Which is crazy. Which is so crazy. And it's still one of our favorite videos ever because their wedding was a carnival. It was yeah. the coolest unreal. wedding. Yeah. It, it was, was so fun. The amazing. video was amazing. It was unreal, actually. And it's so crazy that you and Leif shot my wedding. And that was the first time I ever met you. And then I haven't seen you since then. But I feel like I see you all the time because we follow each other on Instagram. Yeah. So it's weird. But like… Yeah, my wedding was a dream. And ever since I was little, I wanted to have a carnival-themed wedding, but I never thought it was actually going to happen. And man, like the Ferris wheel, we had like swings. And, it like, was so cool, you It guys. was oh so much gosh. fun. Like it was just so fun. Even though I feel like the wedding went by so fast. I didn't even eat a single thing the whole night. Me neither. That's like, the worst part of your wedding day. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, I yeah. like you get all this amazing food. We had like yeah. raising canes catered in. Oh like that gosh. was like our food. And I didn't even have a single bite. I was kind of upset. No, but. we drove away and I was like, I didn't eat a single bit. No, nothing. And I prepped the food for like, well, not prepped it like physically. I was like, I thought about what food I wanted exactly. at my wedding for so long and I didn't even taste it. Not even, not a bite. So <laughs> it's kind of sad, but I've been married for two years and I'm really happy. I feel like it's people kind of gave me crap for getting married so young. I got married when I was 20. Mm-hmm. I'm sure you guys can relate. You guys yeah. are married too. But it was the best decision I have ever made. And I'm so happy I got married young. Hmm. So It really is the best. Yeah, I mean, it's different for everyone. But exactly. I feel the same. 
And you guys are building a house right now. Yes. We're so excited. And it's going to be done really soon, you said. Yeah. It's going to be done in May. So that's really crazy. That's so exciting. Yeah. It's our first house together. And it's just been really fun. Everybody says like that you're going to fight a lot when you're building a house and like all this stuff. But it's honestly brought us closer together. And it's funny because I feel like we have a lot of the same taste in like all the decorations we want. And Mm -hmm. so it's really worked out in that way that we just have been really excited about it together. So I was going to say, do you have the same kind of taste? Because that would be very hard. I know. It like shocks me because I I was like, oh no, he's not going to like this. But then I'll show him a picture and he's like, I love it. And I'm like, okay, perfect. Perfect. Ordering it. (laughs) That is so fun. I oh, love it. I cannot wait to like know, build a house so one day. You guys have to house. come over. Yes. Oh, we will. We'll be having a sleepover soon. Yes. I love it. Karaoke bring night. <laughs> we'll bring the dogs. Perfect. Okay. So for our listeners who do not know what Origami Owl is, can you explain your business to them? Yes. So Origami Owl is customizable jewelry that tells a story about you. And so basically we have lockets that you can fill with charms that tell a story about who you are. Um, Some of our most popular lockets are lockets that you could fill with like your family's birthstones or maybe your wedding date engraved on a plate. And so that's kind of like what our company is all about is just helping you tell your story and helping you um, be able to have a keepsake around your neck. So good. I, I love, love it. That. Wow. Sorry. I'm prepared. <laughs> Can we talk about how there's literally goats? Oh, I was going to say, <laughs> what is that noise? Like, what is that? It's our neighbor's goats. <laughs> They're so loud. <laughs> We're at my parents. <laughs> I was like wondering if something was buzzing or no, if it was literally a, a sheep or a goat. <laughs> just a casual goat in the backyard. Casual. Wow. Okay. So let's get into your story because it's very unique. And we want to know, so how did the idea come about? How old were you? What sparked the idea? Give us the details. So when I was 14 years old, I'm 22 years, I am 22 (laughs) years old now. Yeah. But when I was 14, I went to my parents and I was like, okay, so you're going to buy me a car for my 16th birthday, right? And they actually laughed. They're like, absolutely not. If you want a car, you're going to work for it. That's just how it goes in this family. And so I was really upset because I saw all my friends were getting cars for their birthdays. And I was like, why don't I get a car? Like, what is this? Mm -hmm. And so I went back to my parents. I said, well, what do you think I should do? They're like, you should just babysit and earn some money. So I started babysitting every day after school. And I earned $350 over the course of a couple months. Just enough for a car. Just (laughs) enough. Barely enough. (laughs) Scraping by for a car. No, but I was like, at this rate, I am not even going to get a bike. Like, I'm so (laughs) upset. And so I went back to my parents. I said, okay, what should I do? Like, I want a car so bad. And they said, well, why don't you just start a business? And I then I was laughing. I was like, like, start a business. I am 14 years old. And they're like, you could do anything you put your mind to. And my mom has always been very inspirational. And she's always that type of person like you could do anything. And and so she was like, you know, I'll help you like you can do this. And so I started thinking of things that I could do, things that I could sell. And I came across lockets online and lockets have been around for since like the 13th century. So they've been around for a really long time. And usually you just put like a picture in your locket as a keepsake. But I wanted to be able to kind of reinvent the locket and like make it more modern and new. And so basically- A genius at the age of 14. Yeah. (laughs) I'm Einstein, guys. (laughs) No, but literally. So um, basically that's how Origami Owl was born. We actually bought some wholesale lockets online because I never personally invented the locket. That would just be crazy. Um, And then we started making our own charms at home. So like anything that would fit inside of a locket, we would 
consider a charm. So like we were cutting the backs off of earrings and making them charms. And um, we were just trying to figure out anything that would fit inside of a locket. And so I started selling the lockets in my area. People would come to my house and they would take a look at my collection of lockets and I would sell them to them. And then um, I also would do boutiques in the area and people would walk past our table and be like, what is this? And it was just, I think from the very beginning, something very unique that people had never really seen because who doesn't love something that is customizable and can help tell your story? And so that's basically how it started. And then from there, after selling the lockets at boutiques and different places like that, I opened up a kiosk in the Chandler Mall. And it was so crazy. We were right outside of, right outside of Abercrombie and Fitch. And I had a little kiosk. I would go in after school. Wait, how old were you at this point? 14 still and a 14? half. Yeah, okay. still 14. So it wow. happened really fast. Yeah. yeah. People just kept asking, like, we, you need a place that we can find you. Like, we never know where you're going to be. Because I was just, you know, after school going and setting up at a boutique or doing things like that and selling it outside of my house. So, like, where can we find you next? So that was, like, our solution was to open up a, a mall kiosk in the Chandler Mall. And that's where things really started to take off with the company because people, I I would be there every day after school and people would walk by and they had never seen it before. And I was helping people um, make their lockets and we just didn't realize what we had. It was so special and so amazing. And it's just evolved so much since then. So it's crazy. That is crazy. And then, oh, I I did get my car. So people, (laughs) I always forget to talk about this, but (laughs) when I was 16, I ended up getting my car. So basically after the mall kiosk, we opened it up as a social selling company where basically anybody could go online, buy a kit of our product and they can sell it in their area. So we have about 50,000 people who are selling it in the US and Canada. And like, that's just so crazy to me. Like it makes me emotional thinking about that, that people are selling it. Yeah. So we did that. We opened it up as a social selling company. And then I was able to end up getting my car, which was so crazy. On my 16th birthday, I was able to get my Jeep and I had no idea that I had Is actually- Is it the same Jeep that you're driving? The same Jeep that I'm driving today. Oh, I will so never cute. get rid of it. Her name is Alice <laughs> and it's spelt O-W-L-I-C-E. Nice. Oh, yes. oh my God. <laughs> you will think I'm so weird. Um, but yeah, it's Alice is my baby. I will never get rid of her. And that's probably my like frequently most asked question is, do you still have your Jeep? And of course- of course I have her. Mm -hmm. Um, But that was such a crazy day because a bunch of our designers were at the, it was like a surprise birthday party for me that uh, my parents put on and they were all there and we were releasing balloons and we had written our dreams on the end of these balloons. And I wrote like, my dream is to get a car. And as we're releasing it, my dad drove up in the white Jeep and I had looked at it a little bit um, like previously I had looked at that white Jeep and I was like, that is my dream car. But I didn't know I had earned enough money yet for it because I was so young. And yeah, he drove up in the Jeep and I like about passed oh out. My gosh. And there's a picture I have to show you after this of me literally laying on the Jeep and crying. <laughs> and like, it's like the most dramatic photo. <laughs> I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm so dramatic. But I was so excited and yeah. it was so cool because it was like something that I worked so hard for for so long becoming a reality it just goes to show you that you could do anything at any age yeah and you could so do anything that you put your mind to how was what was what was the company looking like when you were 16 by that time so it'd been 2 years yeah so at what was, stage was it at it was crazy because um when we launched it as social selling 
we did not expect the amount of growth that we were going to have so quickly that actually people were signing up so fast that we were running out of product. Like we had, we did not have enough product for the amount of people that were signing up. And so we actually started a wait list and basically where you can wait and we would let people in in waves to be able to get their kit to sell origami owl. And there were thousands of people on this wait list like overnight. It just like happened so fast. And so I was freaking out because we actually um, we had a little office space. And when we went and we got this office space, we ended up getting like a little warehouse that we could fulfill um, our product needs there. But we did not expect the amount of growth of like people who wanted to be a part of it and sell the jewelry. And I honestly just think that people wanted to be a part of it because of our mission statement that Mm -hmm. we've had since the beginning of being a force for good and just everything that Origami Owl stands for. And so it was cool to see that people wanted to be a part of it and that it was slowly becoming successful because I never expected it yeah. to be you like just wanted this. a car. <laughs> I just wanted a car. And yeah. So it's kind of crazy. Obviously, God had his hand on Origami Owl, and it was really cool to see. First of all, what what is the mission statement? Because you told us yes. earlier, but tell the listeners. So our mission is to be a force for good, to love, inspire, and motivate people of all ages to reach their dreams and empower them to make a difference in the lives of others. And we've had that mission since the very beginning. And it's really what we live by as a company. And we always try to follow it. And it's so cute because people at our office will memorize the mission statement and they'll tell it to us. And it's just inspiring to see that that mission is spreading and people are wanting to be a part of it. I love so that. Cool. So when you were young, like when you were 14, 15, 16, did you, were you aware of how much money the company was making or were you... Yeah. Well, everything happened so fast that we couldn't even keep up. And mind you, I was in school at the time. So it was so crazy. And I actually remember this one time I was sitting in class and of course at the mall kiosk, we put with every single order that we sold, I put a business card with my personal cell phone number, which was a little flip phone at the time. And so there a was business a woman. Yeah. A business woman. Yes. Yeah. So funny. There was about like a thousand or so lockets that we sold that year. And they were getting shipped out for Christmas. And um, so I was getting calls from all over like the United States. And I would go out in the hall. I would excuse myself from class. I would go into the bathroom and I would answer my phone. And excuse I would me, say, teacher, I have a business call. I'm yeah. sorry. <laughs> um, I would say, hi, this is Bella from Origami Owl. How may I help you? Pretending like we were really official and had like an office space bathroom, in the I'm school crying. bathroom. Like bath- toilets would be flushing behind me. And I'm like, oh, just ignore that. Like it's nothing. <laughs> and I would write down orders on my arm and on my leg. And I would go back into class with like, obviously like Sharpie orders on my body. And my teachers thought I was cheating because I always had like writing on my body and like, we'd be taking tests and they're like, what is this writing all over your body? I'm like, I swear this is an order. Like I'm making money right now. I gotta go. I don't need this history (laughs) test right now. No, but it was just crazy. So I would go home and I would say, mom, I have another order. And we would like write down the order straight from my arm. But I mean, it's so, so I just think that things were happening so fast and every penny that we were making in the company was like going back to buying more product. And right. like, we weren't paying ourselves. We were putting it all towards the company and gotcha. making it more successful. I was going to say, well, at what point did you start hiring people? Like when did it go from just you and your family to 
hiring? Yeah. So our first hires were when we were at the mall kiosk. So we had employees there at the mall kiosk. But then also, I feel like I should talk about the amazing people that were surrounding me that helped me start my company. So it was me, my mom, and then our other two founders around the um, around the time where we opened up the mall kiosk, Sean Maxwell and Tyson Basha, who are the other founders of the company, they believed in me so much that they actually invested in the company to help us buy more product. And Sean Maxwell, he actually invested his entire life savings into my company because he believed in me. Wow. And so those people are actually still in the company today. They're at glad the they invested. Yeah, they're they're incredible. Yeah. And they just believe so strongly in the mission statement. And so they were the first people that were, I guess, not even like employees, but founders of the company. Also, my Aunt Jess and my Uncle Jeff, they moved from Connecticut. They moved their whole family, their sweet kids, um, to Arizona. And they believed in me so much that they were going to help me start my company. And it just oh makes me feel so grateful to have been able to surround myself with people like that. And I think that's one of the most important things in life to learn is just surrounding yourself with good people who are going to lift you up, believe in you, and help you when you have a dream. I love that. Very, very true. If there's something that is holding you back from going after your dreams or achieving your goals, or maybe just holding you back from living the happy life that you so deserve, BetterHelp is here for you. We are so excited to tell you guys about BetterHelp. It is such an awesome company. BetterHelp has over 3,000 U.S. licensed therapists available for you worldwide. BetterHelp allows you to connect with your professional counselor in a safe and private online environment. You can get help on your time and at your convenience. And you can schedule secure video or phone sessions, plus chat and text with your therapist. You talk to licensed professional counselors who are specialized in areas ranging from depression, self-esteem, relationships, um, if you're having trouble sleeping, family conflicts, or just anger and grief. And you can choose to communicate in four different ways, phone, video, text, or chat. What you share and talk about is completely confidential. And don't you worry if you aren't happy with your counselor for any reason. You can request a new one for no additional charge anytime. That's one of the hardest parts of therapy, I will say, is finding a good therapist. So this makes it easy. You can access BetterHelp on your iPhone, desktop, or Android, and you can start communicating in under 24 hours, which is awesome. From there, you can schedule weekly sessions or more if you need it. If money is tight, there is financial aid available if you qualify. BetterHelp is secure, convenient, professional, and affordable. So please note, broad expertise may not be available locally in some areas, and BetterHelp is not a crisis line. What We Said listeners get 10% off your first month with the discount code WHATWESAID. Why not start getting help today? Go to betterhelp.com slash whatwesaid, fill out a little questionnaire to help them assess your needs, and then you can get matched with a counselor that you will love. That is betterhelp.com slash whatwesaid. So was there a specific moment when you realized that this was an extremely successful business, not just like a little venture. And when was that for you? Okay. So it's crazy. And we don't really talk about numbers a lot in our company, but within the first couple of years, Origami Owl was making $250 million, which is so crazy. Like oh it happened my. so fast. And that that, is... that number, like, it, it's just crazy that that ever even happened, that the company was able to get to that point. And I mean, we were in Forbes magazine, which was unreal. Good Morning America came to the office and they interviewed me and my mom. And it, it was just such a crazy whirlwind to think that that was actually happening. 
obviously that was like the money side that made me think like, wow, this is so successful. Like this is amazing. But something for me that's always made me feel like I was just like even more successful, even more than the money or whatever. I'm more of a people person. And so, and this is a story I don't really share that often because it's kind of emotional. But when I was at the mall kiosk, the the exact moment I still remember to this day that like really sticks out to me of when I was like, wow, this is something special is a woman came up to the kiosk and she's like, okay, I want to make a locket. And I'm like, okay, let me help you. So we're picking out some charms for her and she only picked out two sunflower charms. And I was like, that's kind of weird. Like why just two sunflower charms? She's like, I don't want any other charms. Like this is it. This is my story. And then I'm helping ring her up and I'm like, do you mind me asking like what, why just two sunflowers? And she looked at me and I'm 14 years old. So I, I, never had an experience like that. She looked at me and she's like, so actually I just recently lost my twins and I decorated their room with sunflowers and I just want something to remember them. And I just got so emotional and I looked at her and I was like, wow, like this is, this is so special that she was able to have like a keepsake like this and to remember her kids. And I just think about that story often. That was one of the first times that I remember feeling like, wow, we have something special. So to me, that's that's even more than the 250 million is that even if we're able to help one person like that, I feel like we've done our job and we're successful. Wow. Yeah, me and JC over here. <laughs> me and Charles are just bawling. No biggie. We're like, so we're going to have to take a break. <laughs> I was going to say there's really nothing better than personalized jewelry. Like, there's something about it. I would much yeah. rather have like JC's after. No, no, no. I just, here's the thing, you guys, when I cry, like even if I just kind of tear up, I've told like this a million times, like it doesn't matter if I just tear up or if I'm bawling, like my tears just come so yeah. fast and hard. I don't know why. I'm like, even if I'm just like getting a little teary, it's like, and people are like, are you okay? And I'm like, I'm fine. She just has a big heart. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. I would much rather have like a personalized piece of jewelry that I can wear every day than like you know, oh, I don't want to throw shade any other companies, but just, <laughs> just like a, a generic, basic, generic same, like, yeah. piece of jewelry that everyone else has. Exactly. It means so much more. And what's so cool is seeing what people put together. I feel like no locket is alike. Everybody has a different story. And so um, just watching what people put inside of their locket. And even when you're in the warehouse, like in the very beginning, when we're picking our jewelry for other people, like picking orders, just like looking at the charms and seeing what people were choosing, you can just see like what what their story might be. And some people might have been having like a really hard time in life. And you can kind of tell through the charms that they're picking. I don't know. It's just cool to see everybody's on their own journey and everybody has a different story. But personalized jewelry is so special. And I love seeing people who are wearing like their kids' birthstones around their neck. I think it's just really special. Yeah, it tells a story. Totally. Being so successful at such a young age, what challenges did that bring you? So I think that one of some of the challenges is there were a lot of people that told me no just because I was so young. I think that they would see this 14-year-old girl and they're like, yeah, no, sorry. Like, you're Mm -hmm. not going to be successful. There were grown businessmen who looked at me in the eyes and said, your company's never going to amount to anything. Like, you're not like, there's there's no way you're going to do this. And so that actually kind of motivated me a little bit more to want to be successful. Another thing is being in high school and trying to balance everything. And when the company was being successful, it was really hard for me to keep up with my schoolwork and to also be like running this company. And so I had to really learn how to like manage my time 
But also another thing with high school is there were a lot of people that actually bullied me because of Origami Owl. And I found who my true friends were through this experience because people like I feel like I was just a little bit different in that way where I was trying to grow this company and people just kept thinking like, oh, she's so weird. Like she has all these dreams. And I don't know. I just think that uh, when you're so young and you're starting something, people, for some reason, they have this like this feeling that you're not going to be successful, that you're not going to amount to anything. But I am a true believer that you could do anything at any age, no matter how young or how old you are. If you have a dream and you have a passion for something, then just go after it. Yeah, I love that. Um, We had average fashion blogger, aka Courtney Parchman, on the podcast the other week. And she said, like, there's no timeline to life. Exactly. Like, there's no age at which you're considered a failure if you haven't done anything. Mm -hmm. Or like you said, like, you can be as young as... 14, 14 or younger and if you want to do something business. go and do it like there's people who will talk about it their whole life like oh I'm going to go on this vacation I'm going to do this and then they don't do it and I'm like if you just set aside the money and just like made it happen you could be doing it and mm-hmm. so I'm just I get so sorry I'm like so passionate no, right good. now I'm like <laughs> going off but I just get so passionate about it because people look at other people's success and they say I could never do that yeah but the only difference between the person who's successful and you is they actually did it like they they woke up and they did it so mm-hmm. I'm just so passionate about that totally so we want to talk to you about kind of keeping the momentum going because the company's been around now for seven years, seven and a half years yeah. ish. So how do you kind of keep it relevant and keep it going? Well, we are always innovating our jewelry. So we have an amazing product development team who is helping us create jewelry. We actually, everything that we sell was hand sketched and designed by one of our in-home jewelry designers. And so it's amazing. Our product development team is so great. Um, So we're always trying to keep up with the latest trends and trying to come out with new products. So I think that is a great way. And also the social selling aspect, the designers are amazing and they believe in us so much that they help the momentum and they, they keep it going. But also the emotional connection that the jewelry has, like I told the sunflower story, like people are so emotionally connected to the jewelry and our story and our mission that they they just keep the momentum going. And um, we're we're always trying to keep the momentum going. Even in our headquarters at the office, we're always just, we're trying to think of new innovative ways that we can just revolutionize the industry and be different. And I think that's just the way that we keep going and we, we're successful still, so. Yeah, and you said you have 50,000 people that sell the jewelry? Yeah, so we call them designers. Okay. And so there, there's 50,000 designers in the U.S. and in Canada. So it's pretty crazy that number. Um, we have 150 in-house employees. We at our headquarters, which we call the nest. You get it? Like, oh, yeah. The nest. Nice. I love all the owl puns. You know, all the owl stuff. <laughs> but um, yeah, at our headquarters in Chandler, our nest, we have 150 people. And I feel like they're my family. I really do. I, I love everybody there. And it's just cool seeing the designers. Every year we have a convention at the end of the year. And all of our designers get together, about 5,000 of them, and we do this big conference. And this year, Rachel Hollis is coming to our convention, which is kind of oh, a, nice. a huge deal. We're Hollis. so excited about that. That's awesome. But seeing them all together, it just it's why I do what I do, and seeing them is just amazing. So are there any of them that make really, really good money doing this? Absolutely, yeah. yeah. There are some people who were able to pay off their student loans. There are people who were able to, they were literally living in their car 
they bought a kit of the jewelry and now they have bought their dream home because they were able to sell the jewelry, which, oh my gosh, I could get emotional again just thinking about it. Like it's so crazy that there are people who are really reaching their dreams because of Origami Owl. And that's just the best feeling in the world to see. Yeah. So it kind of used to be more of like the boutiques and the at-home parties. And now do you think it's mostly um, like social media that helps people sell? Yeah. I think a lot of it is social selling. Um, A lot of our designers will have like a Facebook party and they'll invite their friends and they'll, they'll sell the jewelry that way. But a lot of people like to connect in person and they'll have jewelry bars at their house and they'll invite their friends over and they'll have some fun drinks and just sell the jewelry that way. And so it's a really fun, you could do it however you would like. But also I think it's really cool to mention we have outlets. Um, We call them outlets. They're basically 11 to 17 years old who can sign up and be a a designer basically and sell the jewelry themselves. And these 11 year olds, I call them every month. Um, we have like a little call where it's like a zoom call. I could see their faces. It's so sweet. Oh, so, so what, cute. What they are doing in this business is incredible. Like they are actually, some of them outsell the adults, which is so crazy to me. Like they're 11 years old. And I just, it, it that I'm so passionate about that program, seeing them develop into confident and strong young kids is just incredible. And so I've seen some who have started at 11 and now they're like 17 years old about to graduate the outlet program and just seeing the difference in like their confidence and everything just because they sold origami owl jewelry is just incredible. Yeah. That teaches them way more important characteristics than a lot of other things that teenagers do. Yeah. And it's crazy. Like a lot of these kids who are doing it through high school, their friends are working at like Subway or McDonald's or at a pizza place. And that's amazing. Like Mm -hmm. anybody who has a job, that's amazing. But to see them have their own business and to learn the business skills that they're learning, like it's helped some of these kids get into colleges and help them just be a better leader. And so it's really, it's, the best part of the company, I think. Yeah, that's, that's amazing. So cool. I was going to say it's probably really stressful when you have employees that work under you and having the stress of like, okay, I'm in charge of their income and their livelihood, yeah. but then to see them succeed and like follow their dreams and like you said, like get into college or get their dream home is probably so rewarding. Oh my gosh. It's the best thing in the world to see someone else be successful and to see them reach their dreams. Like these kids are, and like adults, they're reaching dreams that they've had for so long. And because of Origami Al, they're able to do it and achieve it. And so it just makes me feel really grateful and blessed. That's amazing. Oh, my, <clears throat> I think I just sound like a frog. No biggie. <laughs> um, I was going to ask you, how did the name Origami Al come to be? Yes. So I did not expect the amount of success and like growth. So I was just thinking of things that I loved. And in my room, ever since I was little, I always had origami hanging from the ceiling. I just thought it was really pretty. And I had an obsession with owls when I was 14. <laughs> like anything with an owl on it, I probably bought it. And that so, was such a thing. That yeah. was, oh, it was a it was thing. I'm so thing. glad I'm not the only one. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm remembering I totally had an owl shirt. Totally. Mm-hmm. And like anything hilarious. with owls, I was like, I am so trendy. But anyways, so <laughs> So I was just thinking like Bella's Lockets, Bella's Stories, Living Lockets, like all these different names that I wanted to name the company. And then my mom and I were just sitting together and we just said Origami Owl. And we looked at each other and we were like, yeah, that sounds really cute. Like, perfect. (laughs) That's (laughs) so funny. And it's crazy because now it's like our brand and everything that we do is like inspired by Origami Owl. And the more we think about it, we think like Origami is very whimsical and owls are very wise. And it's kind of like the, my mom and I together, whimsical and wise. And Okay, I love that. That's yeah. Meow. That's so good. 
It's, it's so funny how names like when you actually th- I always think about this when you actually think about them even makes, Apple or something yeah, like exactly. it's like yeah. what or but like it's Target like yeah. that's a grocery store or like any yeah, what it's anything. so weird Subway it's like what why is Domino's, that a sandwich yeah all of it it's so odd but then it just becomes the name of it and it sounds so normal and then everything in their business is based off of that totally yeah, it's, it's crazy so crazy all right guys we're gonna talk to you about something very important and that is bras more importantly third love bras so you guys know that we're in love with third love bras because they are the most comfortable bras I've ever worn. Hands down, straps don't slip off. You guys know what that's like. And there's no tags. So it's tagless, no itching, lightweight, super thin memory foam cups. So you don't feel like you're, you know, sucked into a corset or anything like that. And they mold to the shape of your breast. Wow. I will say the fact that they're tagless is unreal. Oh, yeah. Amazing. I'm wearing one right now, you guys. I love them. So you guys can take a quick quiz. It's a Fit Finder quiz on the Third Love site. And this is what I did. And I've said before, this helped me figure out that I actually was not a B cup. I'm an A cup. Surprise. Congrats. And my bras fit a million times better now. Mm -hmm. And I'm really in love with these bras. They're super comfortable. And the quiz, honestly, is kind of fun to complete. It's like it literally shows photos and it's like, what shape are your breasts? And it goes into more than just the size of your cup. It goes into like the shape and gets really specific so that they can find a literal perfect fit for you. So I love these. So the other cool thing is that Third Love offers 78 sizes and they come in half sizes. So it's a 30 to 48 band size and then they have double A cups to I, which is insane. Mm -hmm. And in the larger sizes, it's still strong in all the right places so that it fits perfectly. Really get that premium feel of Third Love. Tested on hundreds of women, loved by millions. So Third Love knows there's a perfect bra for everyone. So right now they're offering our beautiful listeners 15% off your first order. So if you want to take advantage, go to thirdlove.com slash what we said right now to find your perfect fitting bra and get 15% off your first purchase. That is thirdlove.com slash what we said for 15% off today. So what do you think? Because a lot of businesses fail in the first few years, most of them. So what do you think has made yours successful? Would you say that is like the mission statement and the reason behind it? Yeah, I think that it's because people want to be a part of something. People want to feel something. And I think what Origami All has to offer is more than just jewelry. It's really emotional connection. It's um, like a sisterhood. If you're a part, of, if you're a designer or an outlet, I feel like we're a family. And that is another reason why people are so passionate about being a part of Origami All is the sisterhood and um, the familyhood that it offers. And I feel like it's just successful because like I said, people want to feel something and we have such a strong mission of making a difference in the world and making it a better place and being a force for good. And we do a lot of force for good um, opportunities around in our community and in the United States and Canada. And so I just think that um, the mission behind it makes people passionate about what they're doing and what they're selling. And that's why so many people want to be a part of it. And I'm just so grateful for that that that's even a thing that people want to be a part of Origami Owl. I just wake up every day and I just feel so grateful. So going off of that, you said like giving back. What do you do? What do you guys do specifically that gives back? And why do you think it's so important for people in a position like you are, like, you know, business owners are to make an effort to give back? 
I think it is so important to give back. And we actually have on our website um, a little tab that says Force for Good. And there's a whole section of charms, like breast cancer charms and like all these different causes that we support. And a portion of the proceeds from every charm gets donated to all these different organizations. So that's like one of the smaller ways that we're able to give back. And then one of the bigger ways is um, every year we have this Live Sparkly campaign where we sell a pack of Swarovski Crystal Stardust um, for the whole year. And all of the money that we make for that, we go and we bless a family. So basically this past year, oh my gosh, it was incredible. And there's a video on YouTube about it. But um, we raised the money from that that charm, the Stardust Pack, and we basically nominate four families. Like our designers will send in stories of families that they know, and then our whole community votes on the one family that they think that we should bless. And so this year, Landon was our um, recipient of the Live Sparkly campaign, and he's this little eight-year-old boy who has had cancer his entire life. And we went and we visited him, me and my husband, and we were able to bless his family with a $25,000 check. And we wow. took them on a Target shopping spree. And we literally- A dream. We, yeah. yeah, it was amazing. We told them, we said, load up the cart. And he has little sisters who have watched him have cancer his entire life and who have never really gotten anything because the focus of his mom has always been on him, of mm. course, which she is so incredible. And she is just the best mom. She's a single mom, actually. And so doing that alone and like hearing her story was incredible. But it's cool because every year we do that and we bless a family in a different way. One year we gave a sweet boy a handicap van because he didn't have a handicap van and he wasn't able to like really go anywhere because his mom couldn't lift him to put him in the car. And he was like an older, he was like 16 or 17 years old. And so just, I think giving back, there's first of all, no better feeling in the world than giving back. And second of all, I think you get more blessed when you give to others and you serve others. I feel like it, good karma always comes back around. And um, it's just amazing to see when you're blessed with something, I feel like it's just so important to be able to give back. Mm -hmm. 100% agree. So I want to talk about how you, I would consider you a very disciplined, hardworking person. And I see through just even your Instagram that you are always bettering yourself and like wanting to learn new skills. I was just talking earlier to her about how she's like, oh yeah, now I play the drums. Like, okay, cool. Now I'm going to like release a single. And I'm oh just gosh. like, this girl doesn't stop. Like, and so I want to talk like, have you always been like that? Have you, do you, yeah, just. I just feel like ever since I was little, my parents have instilled a great work ethic in me. Like, and like I was talking about earlier, my mom, who's always believed in me and always said like you could do anything and so it kind of when I was a kid just instilled that mindset in me of okay yeah I can do anything that I put my mind to and if I work hard at something like you can do it and so I just think that's kind of how I got into music is I taught myself the piano obviously I took lessons when I was a little bit older but like I would just watch YouTube videos um, I taught myself like the ukulele and the drums is like my more recent one that I'm trying to learn but like I just think that I have always been very motivated because my parents instilled that in me. And so I'm super grateful for that. Um, but yeah, I kind of just have that. You could do whatever, like anything that you put your mind to mindset. And I'm really happy I do because it's fun. It's nice to learn new skills and to better yourself, especially because, in the business. Yeah. Were you super into fitness like earlier on in life? Because I know that's yeah. a big part of your life now. Like I always see you posting yeah. that you're at the gym. So when did that start? And like, what's that journey been like? 
Yeah. So something I actually like never talk about this because I feel like I'm still on my fitness journey and trying to better myself that way. But you look amazing, by the way. <laughs> you are so nice. Like <laughs> you guys should see JC and Chelsea. Oh my gosh. <laughs> like literal models. Um, oh but I, yeah, I recently got into fitness when I got married. So about mm-hmm. two years ago, my husband has always been really motivating and into fitness and I just never ate healthy and never really took care of myself. And so, um, once he really inspired me to do that and I just started working out like every single day and just trying to learn the gym, which was like really intimidating, but I lost like 25 pounds, which it's kind of crazy. Yeah. Um, just by changing up my habits and you don't even realize sometimes when you're in like a really unhealthy lifestyle and when you change it, it can really better you. And I want to be vegan. So we need to talk after this. Okay, cool. Ooh, (laughs) let's do it. I want to, I just, I want to like leave a good footprint on the earth. And I feel like, um, another way I've tried to like better myself is like reducing my waste and Mm -hmm. trying to eat better, like vegan stuff. And I don't know, I just want to be better. Yeah. That's a very good trait to have. Very good character trait. Thank you. I want to ask a specific question. You said your parents like instilled a good work ethic in you. What do you think they did specifically? Like for parents listening and they're like, I want to do that for my kids. What do you think they can do? Yeah. I just think that first of all, they were always really positive and really um, like if I wanted to try something new, they'd be like, okay, yeah, we'll sign you up for singing lessons. We'll sign you up for piano lessons or you could do soccer. Like I did so many activities as a kid. Um, and anytime I wanted to do something, they would always find a way to do it, which is crazy. Cause I was talking to them the other day and they didn't have the money to do that. They had like barely any money, but I wanted to do singing lessons and they apparently scraped by to be able to put me in singing lessons once a month. And so it's cool. Like hearing that now that they really just like, they believed in me so much in all of my different passions and dreams that they would make it work. And also just like, I feel like I always had chores and like, I always knew my responsibilities around the house. I wasn't perfect at them. Mom, if you're listening, I know <laughs> I wasn't very good at them, but I just think that they, the number one thing is they were positive and uplifting as a kid. So I love that. I think both of mine and Chelsea's parents are very similar. Yeah. yeah. And I think it's been very good for us. And look too. where you guys are now. Yeah. Seriously, it works. Like yeah. if you're just happy and positive in your life. It pays off. I heard someone say you have to let your kids show you who they are instead of showing them who they are. Yeah. And it's cool because like one day we'll probably all have kids and we will be able to learn from the example of our parents. And mm-hmm. I hope that I can teach my kids the same things that my parents taught me and that they can work hard. And no, I will not buy you a car. Yeah. <laughs> they can listen Don't back. even think about you it. You got to start a kiosk in the mall. Yeah, exactly. So what is next for Origami Owl? Like, where is it at now? Do you have any exciting new projects? Yeah. So it's crazy. We were able a couple of years ago to partner with Swarovski. And so right now, like, it's cool because we have been partnering with them to create little custom figurines for our lockets, which um, if you know Swarovski and the brand, they do these figurines in their store that are like they just look so beautiful. And so we've been creating custom figurines. I actually went to Austria and sat with their team and we designed one with their team and it just launched in our new Mother's Day collection, which was super cool. It's a butterfly and it's so beautiful. Oh, I'm obsessed um, with butterflies oh, right now. You, I, I will give you one. Love, love it. Um, so yeah, we're working with Swarovski a lot. We also have part, we have a partnership with Universal Studios and Warner Brothers, which is super cool this past year, which has been really huge. We partnered with Harry Potter um, and we made a whole collection of Harry Potter charms and lockets. And 
it was just such a crazy experience to work with the Harry Potter team. So that was really cool. Did you meet J.K. Rowling? <laughs> I wish. Are you kidding? That would be Here's a dream come true. <laughs> the Harry Potter fans are the strong, maybe the oh. strongest fans in the whole world. Also, no, they I have dare to, to say they're the smartest. Like, <laughs> yeah. they memorize every, it just they blows know, my mind. Yeah, everything, like, you do not want to mess with a Harry Potter fan. Like, no. they are diehard fans. And so I learned that, like, a lot about that. And I, I thought I was a Harry Potter fan. I had no idea. Like, yeah. there are some diehard fans out there, and I love it. So we did a collection for Harry Potter, and we did a collection for the Grinch movie that came out. And I went to un- the Universal Studios lot. And um, we filmed like a little reveal video on the Grinch lot, which was like oh, where so fun. it was. I was in Whoville. Like I have oh been to gosh. Whoville. That is so cool. It was like really cool. Um, so yeah, we have a partnership coming up for the next year with The Wizard of Oz. So because of this partnership with Universal and Warner Brothers, we were able to partner with The Wizard of Oz. Iconic. So, yeah. We're making a collection for that right now. Um, we're in the works. So that's really exciting. And I cannot wait because like you said, it's iconic and a classic. Mm-hmm. But I think there's going to be a couple of other partnerships, hopefully in the future um, that we're working on. And I just think that Origami Owl is going to keep on inspiring the youth and being a force for good in our community and um, hopefully just keep doing that. I love that. Wow. Okay, going back to Harry Potter, do you know what house <laughs> you are in? Yes, I am a Gryffindor. Really? Yeah. What okay, about I can tell totally- Guess. Guess what I am. Slytherin. Slytherin. You are such a Slytherin. I was like actually offended when I got that at first. I'm like, aren't they evil? I don't know that much about Harry Potter. Oh my gosh. I don't even know any. I don't know anything about Harry Potter and I knew you're a Slytherin. You'd be like a Hufflepuff or something, JC. I don't know. Really? I don't know what I am. Wait, isn't that the worst one? No. No. Ravenclaw. Yeah. (laughs) Ravenclaw. I'm just kidding. I don't know. I don't know. I really. You have all those Harry Potter fans coming at you. Yeah, seriously. Oh, I'm about to get wrecked. (laughs) I don't know very much about Harry Potter. I will say the two biggest like fandoms are Harry Potter and Disney. People yeah. are Disney true fanatic. Oh yes. my gosh. Like, like you, I, I have an appreciation, but wow. Like yeah. you go into that park and some people are like head to toe in full costume, character, everything. Oh, yeah. Like they know every I, corner of that I place. heard there's like a <laughs> corner. There's like a, um, there's a space for YouTubers that are like Disney YouTubers. I don't know about it as much, so I probably shouldn't speak on it. But I, I heard <laughs> once that there was this guy that like he goes to Disneyland I dare to say every day, but I think it's once <gasps> no, a week. No, 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 no. I think it might be once a week, but <laughs> I, I almost think it was every day. Oh my God. I mean, if he's making enough money and to he, go every day and, and he like job. vlogs it or whatever, and he loves when Disney your nine that much. to five job is to go to Disneyland. <laughs> I mean, I can play <laughs> yeah. with that. That'd be nice. Isn't that oh nice? Think of all the churros crazy. you would eat. Oh my God. Seriously. Okay, the churros are next level. They, they really are. They're so good. They're so good. I can't. I, I don't ever eat. <laughs> Food isn't it? I've never eaten oh. food, isn't it? Except for pizza when I was like 10 and it was the most disgusting <laughs> pizza I've ever had. The churros, the are, churros good. are good. And the Dole so Whips. Heard, like, so let's be heard. honest. Yeah, the Dole Whips are really good, They're actually. so good. Okay, guys. Popping in here real fast to tell you about one of our awesome sponsors for today's episode, FabFitFun. If you have not heard of FabFitFun, it is a seasonal subscription box with full-size beauty, fashion, fitness, and lifestyle products. I am for real obsessed with these boxes, you guys. I always get so excited when they get delivered to my door. It's literally just like a holiday because you get to open up a box with a ton of awesome products and you don't know what they're going to be. So it's like a fun little mystery. I have actually found some products within these boxes that I've started using every day and then ended up reordering them when I ran out. So I think it's a fun way to kind of discover new products that you probably wouldn't have otherwise ever tried. Each season's box features a variety of awesome brands like Anthropology, Glam Glow, 
Tarte, Free People. They have a lot of high quality brands and the box retails for $49.99, but it always has a value of over $200. And I would suggest just getting on this quick because they do sell out fast. So as always, we have a discount code for you guys. Head to fabfitfun.com and use the code what we said to save $10 off your first box, which makes it only $39.99. Again, that is fabfitfun.com and use the code what we said for $10 off. Go get on it. Okay. So how involved are you in Origami Owl now? So like, are you yeah. in the office every day? What do you do? I try to go in every single day. I'm not perfect at that. Stuff comes up. But when I'm at the office, it's just crazy because every single day is You're different. not there today. Gotcha. I'm not there. <laughs> yeah. See, I'm here with you guys today on this podcast. So yeah, I, I try to go in every day, but every day is different. I work with our social media team. I try to do like our Insta stories for our Origami Owl Instagram. And I... I just do a lot of different things. I sit in on a lot of the different meetings, like our product development, like what's coming up next. Um, I try to be involved in that. And then also like every month we have a big team meeting huddle, like where everybody at the nest gets together. And I try to be involved with that. And it's just really fun. We like celebrate all the birthdays at the nest and we like we do employee of the month and the anniversaries and all that kind of stuff. So I, I help with that. But mostly I just try, we do a lot of photo shoots and videos and I'm doing, I do like Facebook lives, like every single day on our Origami Owl Facebook. And so I'm always doing something at the nest or always involved with something at Origami Owl. And so it's just really fun to see like all the different things that I participate in at Origami. And it's just fun. I really, I really love my job. I feel like it's not even working when I'm there. Yeah. Just because like being in like I'm with like my family, it feels like because everybody there is just so amazing. And I just love it. You guys have to come to the nest. We I was a, like, can we work yeah. there? Yeah. We have <laughs> a slide. Fun. So like from our top floor to our bottom floor, we have an aqua blue slide. And it's just oh like everything at the nest is just so fun. And like the people there are just amazing. And yeah, we, I just love it. Yeah, it's we'll have so to that's come. That's a dream. Go down the slide. have to come. Okay, so we're going to end with asking, who are some of your favorite people that inspire you on Instagram? Oh my goodness people that inspire me on Instagram. I feel like there's so many these days, like people who are just like incredible and inspiring. So I'm inspired by Rachel Parcell just because she's another businesswoman. And she is like, I feel like she works really hard and I buy all of her clothes. <laughs> They're all so cute. Amber Filler up. Obviously I've been following her for a long time and we're actually friends. She's so sweet and works so hard as well. Like with her barefoot blonde hair, I'm just inspired by like all these businesswomen on here. And anybody who like hustles and works hard. Oh, my friend Sadie Robertson. She's always posting motivational speeches and like just such an inspiration. And so I just feel like there's so many amazing accounts that I follow on Instagram that inspire me every day to want to be better and work harder. And that's why I love social media is because I feel like you can connect with some of these just incredibly inspiring people and learn from them. So I, I love, love that. Let's oh, oh, go ahead. It's so Jinx. cool because. I've been thinking about this a lot lately where social media, I mean, it's an obvious thing, but social media just connects you with so many people that you would have never met otherwise. Yeah, it's true. And it's like some of my very best friends that like live across the country where it's like, I would have never met you if yeah. social media wasn't a thing. And it's cool because you do meet so many like-minded people because those are usually the people you follow or surround yourself totally. with or like the people who inspire you. And then you get to become real life friends and it's just like the coolest thing It is ever. the best. Like average fashion blogger. Yes. Yeah. See, I love her account too just because I feel like it makes me want to just be more myself. Mm -hmm. Like when she posts, I'm like, oh my gosh, like 
she does not care. And she's just herself and unregrettably herself. I love that. So. Yeah. Sometimes it makes you like check yourself too. You're like, oh my gosh, sometimes I do that. So yeah. Like, I need to, <laughs> exactly. I need to be better. I need to check myself before I wreck myself. Yeah. What were you going to say, Chelsea? Oh, I was going to say, let's just take a moment for women right now. And yes, I feel like social media has opened up a space for like so many women to have totally. these businesses. And we were talking about this earlier because we were saying it's almost like when women are super successful, you almost feel like, oh, I can't talk about how much money I made. Like, I'm just going to stay humble and, you know, stay yeah. whatever. But a businessman would be like, I made $250 million this year. Like, but no yeah. problem. You wouldn't even think yeah. twice about it's it. It's like, wow, that's so cool. But if a yeah. woman says that it's a little more like, everyone's mm-hmm. like, oh, yeah. come on. Like, yeah, <laughs> be humble. <laughs> but who cares? Like, women need to be more unapologetic. Yeah. Women need to be more brave. I just read this book about it. So that's why I'm feeling. She is. Confidence inspired. book. Uh, it's called The Confidence Code. Oh, I and I cool. actually have just started reading it. So I'm like on page 10. But <laughs> the first little bit, she was just talking about how women will sit around and they think if they just perform well and don't bother anyone that they'll be rewarded. Mm. But then they never get the promotions and they never get that reward that they're looking for. Mm. Meanwhile, the men come in, don't even do anything. Well, I'm, I'm like, men do nothing. <laughs> but like men will do not, maybe not even as good of a job. And they'll go in and ask for the promotion and get it. And they go in and ask for what they want. They say it. And women are like, if I just stay quiet and I just work hard, I do my best, then I'll be rewarded. You have to own it. Yeah, you have to go in, ask, be brave, be confident, and go in and ask for what you want. Yeah, I just, back to that, like I love when I see women supporting other women. Like I feel like there's so many people I see on Instagram who are supporting each other or like cross-promoting. And I'm like, yes, I love that. Like people who are just like, lifting each other up. And I just love that. And those are the most successful people always. Exactly. They're the ones who are willing to bring other people up with them who totally. are who are willing to tell people their quote unquote secrets and like give mm-hmm. people advice versus the people I see who are like so secretive and like only want the best for themselves. There's like a common thread where it's like they don't usually get as far exactly. or yeah. their success doesn't last as long because it's not as genuine, you know? Yeah. Totally. I was listening to a podcast where they were talking about that with Oprah like Oprah has brought up so many other people like Dr. Oz yeah Dr. Phil like she brings up people with him that's why I said JC's like that like she just brings up I texted you that too I know now I'm crying awesome (laughs) (laughs) like you're just willing to bring people up with you you because because it doesn't really matter if you think about Mm -hmm. it like what's it's gonna hurt you if someone else is successful it makes no sense no it makes you more successful as well yeah like yeah 100% Okay. Well, Bella, thank you so yeah, much for coming on the you. podcast. Oh my gosh. Thank you guys so much. It's an honor. And can you tell everyone where they can follow you and like find Origami Owl and all that stuff? Yes. So you can follow Origami Owl just on Instagram at Origami Owl. And then my Instagram is at Bella Grace Weems, W-E-E-M-S, not N. Everybody thinks it's an N. Oh, really? <laughs> but it's yeah. M. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's where you can find me or you could just find Origami Owl on Facebook or go to OrigamiOwl.com. Cool. Love yeah. it. We'll she frosted us before. This <laughs> yeah, episode. we both are wearing some Oregami Owl jewelry. I have like and it looks so cute like, on you. Cutest jewelry bracelet on right now that says "Be Present" and it's like so dainty and cute. I love it. I you love guys it. will love it. So go check it out. Thank you again, Bella. And if you want to follow us on Instagram, Chelsea and I, you can follow our podcast Instagram. It's at What We Said Podcast, and you guys can be more involved if you follow us on there because we post a lot of like sneak peeks of guests and just fun polls and questions and stuff. So if you want to be a part of that, make sure to follow us. And also if you want to 
subscribe to our podcast on the Apple Podcast app, then you will get notifications every single Tuesday when our podcasts drop and you'll be the first to know. So if you want to be extra nice, you can leave us a rating and review and make it super nice and helps us a lot. We really appreciate that. We love you guys. And that's what we said. Bye.